This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Highlighting the pride of the Pacific, it's Pacific Flair with Peter Alatini and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Yeah, no, Ricardo Ball, Mark Watson sitting in, Peter Alatini. Good evening, welcome. How are you? Good, thanks, uh, Mark. Here. Good to be back, and uh, hey, yeah, good to chat to you again. <laughs> yeah, I think the last time we sort of we saw each other last week, but we did spend a bit of time up in Fiji many years ago at the Coral Coast Sevens. If you can, if you and your Pakaranga team can remember any of it, that was a fantastic tournament. Oh, mate, we can remember it all because it was. Uh, we can remember it all because we're always seeing that all those Fijian teams just run straight past us. Fiji A, B, C, D, E. They were all national teams. Yeah, they? well, that's right. You've got the Asawa Islands and all these <laughs> different Fijian teams. They've got a sevens team from the police force, from the um, army. army team, and half of them are probably in the Fiji and Drew or beating the New Zealand sevens team at the moment over there in Singapore. I know, mate. It's unreal. It's unreal um, the talent they have in that game. And again, seeing that on Saturday in the sevens, um, you know, our team going down again to the, to the mighty Fijians. But mm. how good to see them back out there though mm. Moana Pacifica um, beating by the Highlanders 37 points to 17 they seem to be I, I watched this game closely and I've watched all of their games they're in the contest but it's just discipline or not discipline maybe just not quite getting their head interpretation around the rules um, particularly in the forward pack and it's they just let sides back in very quickly I agree with you 100% that's, that's what I thought as well like and I was talking earlier on to, to Ricardo and uh, Beaver, and it's exactly the same thing. We're in the, in the game, all the way, like half-time, the boys are going good, and it's usually the, the first 10 or even the 20 mark in the second half. They just, just blowing off the park. Blowing off the park. And, and I think there's, there's two parts. I think there's definitely a part where they are getting sometimes, you know, getting it wrong, but then there's, there's other parts where probably they're just a little bit gassed or, or teams have figured them out and, and, and kind of tied them out that um, – they seem to pick up the intensity and, and Moana can't, can't really hang on. The makeup of this Moana Pacifica team, where have most of the players played a lot of the uh, rugby prior to this? Are, are they, have they been schooled here in New Zealand? or Most have been schooled here in New Zealand and, and most um, have been playing NPC at least. But I think majority have either just had, um, not probably, probably just those Hawks Bay boys are the boys that I know that have played regularly across the board but you'll see the depth of the other, the squad of the guys that are back in that probably are in the squad but haven't probably played a full season as a starting player probably off the bench and, and whatever and also the regularity and the intensity weekend there is no easy game in Super Rugby and so it's one thing getting yourself up for 80 minutes five days later or in the case of Moana Pacifica it's sometimes two days and then three days later going oh, I've got to get back in the ring. I've got to play at that same level of intensity. And that takes time, doesn't it? It's not just something you learn overnight. No, and, that, and that's the biggest thing. I think we've, we've highlighted around these young boys coming into this competition. It's all, like you said, it's all found well being part of the team and, and being part of Super Rugby. 
the next challenge is understanding the level and how much work you have to put in going forward mm. and, and being comfortable in that space too. I think it gets to a time where you, when you do know the levels, uh, embracing every challenge you get, but getting the learnings and making sure you're getting mm. better each time. And clearly the other area is at scrum time. I mean, yeah. every time there's a scrum, you're like, you know, just get it out quickly, get it out quickly. How do you address that? Is that player depth? Is that, I mean, how do you address that in the long term? I think it's, it's definitely player depth. It's, it's, uh, the quality of players that we, we kind of have to TID going forward. You know, we, we need um, our props playing at, at, at a certain level. We can't probably thrust them straight into super rugby. So we, we need to be... But we, where are you going to draw them from? I mean, do you just end up... Look, is, is Moana Pacifica like, hey, the New Zealand rugby teams, you pick and choose who you want and you guys get the scraps. Is it like that? Is that fair? That's, that's, I know. I know that's that, sort of how I perceive it. And I think that's what how everyone perceives it at the moment because it's hard to... To really place them where they are because they're still kind of under New Zealand rugby. We're still based here in New Zealand, so there's a perception of that 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 hopefully, um, and I can't speak with where the high levels of Pacifica rugby is, is that we're actually looking where are our best players around that we can funnel back into. Yeah, because I mean, you look at the depth of the Blues in regards to their front row and the depth they have, and a number of their players. Marcel Renata, Renata is an example. Now I'm not sure what the you know what the qualification for Pacifica is, but you know you look at all these players sitting there, Tuanga Vasi and stuff, and you go, surely guys, isn't it best for rugby if they're playing every week rather than just sort of being rest and rotated and being bit part players? I totally agree with you, and that's I think that's the clarity that everyone's trying to look for, Mark. Where where these players that um, and because. Because the other players that, that played have played national teams for Tonga, for Tuli Paya, Siwa Male, who played um, played hooker for the Hurricanes. He made debut a few weeks back. But, you know, these players who have played for Tonga um, are not getting the opportunity to play with minor, knowing full well that they're, they're kind of playing for Tonga. So um, I agree with you 100% where, where these guys, um, where they stand. We just need clarity if, if mm. New Zealand rugby uh, can play for these okay, guys. Okay, what pleased you over the weekend? I mean, for me... We, <laughs> With the minor team, what I always like is that in scoring opportunities, we know how to score. There's, you know, Tima Fayanuku um, out on the wing. I know outside, Tuala still up in the middle. He makes breaks and, and pops it up. When The hardest thing with this team is, is getting the consistency and continuity each game. They get to a certain point, like we mentioned, mm. and it then just falls away. Especially uh, probably at those times are the, probably the key moments where they need to keep going to see it through and, and, and really be at the end to stay in the fight. But so... For me, it's, there's, there's always a good cohesion in, in terms of we're able to break, we're able to finish, but we need to just keep mm. doing that. I mean, you know, we're often told that, you, you know, you, you do have to bring culture into Moana Pacifica. I mean, as a coach, you have to understand um, the culture that make up this team and that perhaps the way, you know, me as a European does things might be different to the way Pacifica do things. You know, you, you've only got to look at the way, you know, family amongst Pacific Island community is far broader and far um, greater than, say, for me. You know, me, it's mum and dad, and that's pretty much where it stops. So um, how do you, how much of a challenge is it for the coaching staff? And how do you, yeah, how, how do you get those messages through? Where is the where is the mindset with the Polynesian player? Are they, are they? Oh God, I've got to be really careful how I say this because I don't <laughs> want you know because I don't mean it at all in any racial I, way at all. I know um, what you but mean. but you know, do they empower themselves naturally, or are they always looking for reinforcement, or are yeah. they looking for someone else to give them to give them permission? 
I think it's it's not so much that it's more probably the, the, what you find is the experience of these kids of, of what they probably need to really handle is the level of understanding of professionalism in the space. And I think that's where a bit of a miss hits around some of the kids that haven't understand it. Yes, there's there's definitely pastoral care that's required within our Pacifica uh, players and but there's a, there's a part where you pass square to a point and they've got to take it on to go forth. Because at Manabit Grammar I followed a lot of very good um, Polynesian boys and I asked and I've asked guys like Charlie McAllister and said oh whatever happened to and I often hear the same thing well you know the grandfather in the background um, bit of coaching by committee no you need to go and play here you need to go and do this and it was almost like sort of sense at times the grandfather had more actual say over the player than the coaches. Totally, and and that's that's the one thing I think um, we have spoken to, and, and even attracted when when we're coaching Polynesian or Pacifica kids and families, getting back to the families to, to understand the trust that in the coaches and, and what they have for their sons, because unfortunately for some it is it is quite well, strong. Well, and again, I, I, you know, sorry, I don't mean to stereotype mm. you, but it's almost like if granddad and the church endorse the coach, the player will. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, just remember through the cultural things too, these hierarchy, yeah. hierarchical uh, standards or structures that are put in place. But it's just getting, it's finding that balanced line. And, and when you do have be able to articulate that across, they do, they do get it. Oh, best point. athletes in the world, but, best athletes in the world, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, but it, sometimes it is a battle, and sometimes it does hinder a player's growth. It is 16 minutes away from eight. You are listening to Pacific Flair. Peter Alatini is my co-host. We are going to take a break. Uh, Polly Manu, the forwards coach for Marijuana Pacifica, is our guest next on the programme. No, far better looking than Ricardo Ball. Mark Watson with you 12 <laughs> minutes away from eight. I know you agree, Peter Alatini. Right, forwards coach Polly Manu now joins us on the programme. Evening to you, my good man. Good evening. Good evening. Okay, now I was just saying to Peter here that... Um, I don't think that scoreline reflected the performance of Moana Pacifica on the weekend, and you still felt for large parts of that game you could have won that game. Was that the sort of was that the feeling amongst the coaching staff after that match? Oh, but yeah, we're you know we're, we're a little bit disappointed um, just the way the game went. Uh, to if you go back to the game, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of penalties and. Uh, you know, a lot of discipline that we need to uh, work on. Um, yeah, but other than that, uh, you know, there was some good stuff in there uh, that can we keep be uh, proud of. And um, yeah. Malo lele poliasi pita here, mate. Fevea ke dogo. Malo saibe dogo. As we know, you uh, you got another short turnaround, and, and tomorrow um, you play the Canes. They'll be out for blood against you guys since you guys beat them last time. So how have the boys pulled up, Poliasi? Uh, and you touched on it on the disciplines. And you guys are playing um, great minutes and in the game uh, for the majority of the game, but but your discipline's kind of letting you down. What have you guys done this week to try and address those before uh, tomorrow and obviously this weekend as well? Oh, look, man, we, you know, as we said, uh, the discipline around the game uh, cost us a lot. Eh? I think it was like, 14, um, yeah, uh, penalties against uh, the team in the weekend. Um, so that's, that's been a, a real big work on for us, is being disciplined, uh, working on just owning your role, uh, nailing the, the little things, uh, and hopefully we'll come to the game, you know, we'll, we'll put more um, positive on the field. Yeah. Uh, um... 
Polly, do you feel that the referees are consistent week in, week out in regards to their interpretation, particularly in the forwards? Yeah, the, the, yeah, a, a bit of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a tricky question. Uh, but uh, yeah, a bit of it is us as well. You know, we can only control what we can, um, and you know that's you know being on on being offside. We can we can actually work on that. Um, yeah, but the, you know there, there were some silly penalties that we've given away. Uh, again, that's in our hand as well, and it, it's controllable, um, and that's been worked on during the week. So we try to take it on our own hands rather than the refs. So tomorrow uh, you've got the Canes. Um, and no, see, how, how are the boys uh, pulling up? I suppose is there a few that are they're backing up again or have we, are we seeing a different uh, group altogether that's playing tomorrow? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, the few changes, uh, some of the boys are just have to pick it up. Eh? It's just the nature of uh, Super Rugby now. Uh, no complaints. And as we know, Hurricanes lost to the Chiefs, uh, Crusaders, and they're all real close games. Um, and, uh, you know, they'll be hurt and, you know, they they need one. So they, we know they're going to come at us, um, especially around our, them watching our forwards last week. Uh, but, you know, um, we, we just got to do our part, do the little bit, the, the little, execute the little, the little wins and, yeah, hopefully we'll come on top. Eh? How much work has been done on negating the rolling mall? I mean, the rules are very much set up for the attacking team. Um, you've only seemed to be able to blink when you're trying to defend it and suddenly the arm goes yeah. out and there's another penalty advantage. Um, how much yeah. work's been done in that area? Because that seems to be very much the style of the New Zealand sides at the moment. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, one of our big, big work on uh, the, the amount of space uh, that we've got to... Or before we're playing again, um, so a big focus on you know discipline and just nailing your role. Eh? It just comes down to that, um, and you know we wouldn't have to defend them more the way we did last week. Yeah. So it's obviously the, the campaigns that we're having, uh, Poliasi, for a lot of these boys. It's their uh, first Super Rugby campaign. Obviously with different little disappointments, how are the boys handling um, the different pressures, but also just themselves to, to making sure that they're back on board and, and 100 for the next game? Yeah, uh, yeah, man, a lot of excitement. Eh? Like uh, As you know, <laughs> you get an opportunity, you get excited. Nice. You know, you take it by the hand and, um, you know, um, you just got to front up, eh? And, um, <laughs> simple as that, eh? It's, you know, taking opportunities, eh? Nice. Um, yeah. Um, and so, and <laughs> we'll just touch base with, uh, how's how's my man Bulls uh, feeling? I know he missed a, a game uh, <laughs> as he was, he was sick. How's, he, how's my mate doing with his temper? He's not being too... Uh, too angry, <laughs> hence the name Bull. As he, as he make, I know he's direct, but uh, as the, as the boys adjusted to to Bull's coaching nowadays. Oh man, we love that man. <laughs> man. He's doing well for us. Uh, you know, ways, man. Uh, you know, he hasn't been uh, that. You know, the way you know him, but uh, <laughs> certainly a, a lot of a lot of uh, a love from him. Uh, nice. there's, there's great balance. You know, a lot of love and a lot of toughness, and being honest. He's an honest man, and we we respect the you know the his style of coaching, and you know the boys are putting their hand up to to play for him, which is really good. 
Um, and I, I certainly enjoy my time with MMA, and there's a lot to learn. And uh, yeah, a few, few secrets, and uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> From the old dog. Hey, uh, Polly, I see Manu, lovely to have you on the programme. All the very best against the Hurricanes tomorrow. Cool. Play hard, play direct. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do. We'll do. Mahalo, Peto Poliasi, and all the best, mate, for tomorrow and also Saturday's game. Ofato. Mahalo. Okay. Mahalo, Pita. Okay. A wonderful advertisement for the game, Moana Pacifica, <laughs> the direct running. Oh, we were talking just uh, prior to getting him on. Uh, great to see Lungi Vasania back. Um, played fullback a couple of weeks ago. We haven't seen much of him in the starting lineup, but I remember watching him at Calston Boys High School. Remarkable <laughs> schoolboy player. He was, mate. I mean, look at the size of him, mate. And, and the thing he carries, he's actually speed and he's got great skill set. So I'm hoping he's, he's back in the picture that um, sooner sooner rather than later because he'll be, I reckon he'll be an awesome adjust, um, addition sorry, to the team. Now, uh, later in the year, mate, me and you go toe-to-toe, man, about Grandma Kings, oh! full of Moana Pacifica boys. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. You Let's just do came this. off a, a pre-season victory over Napier. Yes, yes, we did. Mm-hmm. We did. So the boys, uh, it's always a good one. It's always good, Kings, Max, and probably put something something on it, like a lunch or something, eh? Be rude not to. What position is your boy playing? He's playing fullback at the moment. Is he? Is He's he good? He's fullback. It's going to get owned, eh? He's all right. He's going to get right. owned, eh? I'm not going to put that pressure on him, Mark. He'll do what he can do. <laughs> okay, that is uh, another edition of Pacific Flair. Peter Alatini, my guest, coming up after 8 o'clock. We're going to change it up. We'll talk some motorsport with David Turner. We're also going to talk a little bit of athletics with one of the real rising stars of New Zealand athletics, Rosie Elliott, after 9 o'clock. We'll have a little bit of opinion, too. What is it worth... Our all-black coach appointing more coaches. Shirley's waving the white flag. Surely New Zealand rugby realise they've got the wrong man. Ian Foster. You're good enough. You don't need that level of coaching, surely. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.